buttons are always in the same place. They're I just, just going to think that photographer just cleaned up a little bit and looks. Is that? Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, that guy looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. All right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives. And that by sharing our stories, we can help others overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right. Today's guest, having a desire for building relationships with people and helping when he can, went to work for New York Life which he says allows him to do both. When asked what his methods for keeping productive are, he replied, time management and going out to meet new people. Advice he gives to others aspiring to succeed as a business owner is, stick with it and never quit. One thing he wants others to know about him and what he does is that his number one goal is to help everyday folks reach their financial goals. Please help me in welcoming to the Morning Fuel podcast family, licensed agent with New York Life, Larry Clark. What is going on, sir? Yeah, not much, you. man. It's been great. Yeah, man. Good, good, good. So um, so what's new, man? I mean, you, you've you been with New York Life for how long now? Uh, so my f- I started the hiring process in November, got the license, uh, went through all the training. My what they call zero month was December. Gotcha. And I triggered mid month. Um, so I guess that's a little later than it's like it was right before Christmas, really. Uh like the week before Christmas, I triggered my contract. <clears throat> and January is my first official month and it's been awesome. Okay. I've done really you, well. Yeah. I mean every time I see it, it looks like you're having fun. Oh, I love it. And that's the best job I've ever had. Okay. Fantastic. Like, well, uh, life insurance new to you or, or yeah. have you done that? No, you haven't done that I before. I've not done that before. Okay. Uh, so I've had very limited uh sales experience. Um I what I did have, which I'd seemed made a good mix, I spent about eight years shy if we round up. Um, it was like seven years, nine months in the army as an infantryman. Okay. So that really helped with the, I can do anything. Sure. Attitude. Okay. Then after I got out of the army in early, uh, 2011, officially, uh, had some, uh, what is it? Terminal leave. Okay. About 45 days of that. Um, I went back to a job that I did before the military when I was right out of high school which was working at the Jamestown, Yorktown Foundation. They're two museums. At the time, uh, one was the Yorktown Victor Center. Now it's the American Revolution Museum at Yorktown. Right, right. So what were you doing, security guard stuff? Oh, no, I was a historical interpreter. Really? Yeah, I dressed up in the the clothes and talked to people and all that. Fantastic. So I initially worked there prior to the military on the Yorktown side, uh, in the, the farm village, uh, kind of wanted to go back to the encampment side when I was getting out. I was like, cause uh, military, me being army, sure. I was like, this is going to be a perfect fit. They sent me to Jamestown into the fort. I'm like, okay, all right, I'll deal with it. I didn't have as much affection for that time frame than I did the revolution. Okay. 
but I learned over so you're, time. So you're a history buff. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't say a buff, because uh, when I initially worked there, like early 2000, thinking that I, I, I got an A in history, I'm pretty good at this, I got yeah. there and realized I didn't learn anything. Okay. These guys knew a heck of a lot more than I did, and felt very humbled. So I knew coming back that was going to be the same thing. Right. And I had... I thought I had forgotten most of it, being in the military and just not uh, dealing with it. So I I go there, spend like a year or two at the James Fort doing the 17th century soldiers. Uh, learned that a lot of things that we still do today in the modern military, the origins, the foundation is from that time period. Sure, okay. So I was learning like... Uh, what the drill was, and I had people who had been there for 30 years. Like, when they joined, I was four years old. I'm 41 now, and they're still there. Guys who've been in that business doing, and so all that time and research, and they'd hand me, like, an old drill manual or what the guard rotation was like at Jamestown. And I'm like, hey, you're quizzing me. Like, read this. And I'd read it, and I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, tell me what what it says. And I told him, and he's like, yeah, that's exactly how it went down. Right, right. Well, first of all... Read, did you read any research? I'm right. like, no. You you, you lived it. it, right? You <laughs> yeah. did it. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. Oh, appreciate that. Um, and then, so, Army. Army. Infantryman. Infantry. Now, were you in the same time as your brother? Yes. or Okay. So, by the end of my time, we were in the same brigade. So, my okay. last tour of duty in Iraq, we were together. All right. Now, do you have any other siblings? Uh, we have a stepbrother named Dane. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Okay. Uh, I thought there might have been stipulations for brothers being in. Uh, that that was like, the, that's an interesting... Is that drafting, or you can volunteer to do it if you uh, want to? So, while I was there, we were in two different units in the same brigade. I have a friend named Carlos. He uh, he He's a, a third of a triplet set. Oh, wow. So, one of his brothers, who's part of the... Triplets was also in the same battalion, but an admin, okay, S one, and when they figured out that both of them were in the unit because they didn't, because one's an Alpha Company, where the unit I was one, the other was in Headquarters Company, they didn't realize that they were together. Okay, so they just thought it was just somebody different. Okay, okay, no, they just had the same last name. I mean, with sure. me, Clark, I had like. There was like yeah, sure, four or right? five of us that were Clark. Yeah. And uh, so they didn't take any uh, account to it. Once they realized that there was, they didn't want to get the other guy out. Like the S1 platoon sergeant was like, I'm not getting rid of him. Right, right. Uh, Alpha Company, his platoon leader was like, no. Yeah, I got you. So the sergeant major's like, all right, make him a corporal. Because by the time they figured it out, they were both specialists. Okay. And I was like, we got to make one a corporal, one a specialist. And they're like, why? All right, so I can tell them apart. Yeah. One's corporal lane, the other one's specialist lane. By the uniform, lane. huh? Just by the uniform. Right, right. So, all right. So I got confused. So army yeah. to reenacting. Sort how, of. How it's it's third go? person uh, interpretation. Okay. So it's no different than how we are talking today. Sure, except you're dressed up I'm in dressed the colonial up, garb. Yeah, or colonial whatever. garb. So I'll talk about the equipment. But I'll relate it to what's going on today. Okay, gotcha. Not like a character actor at, say, Colonial Williamsburg. Sure. Where they... Now, how do you go from that 
to sales, to selling life insurance? It's a good question because uh, <laughs> I didn't see it either. Um, so I have a friend of mine who I served in the Army with. He was a uh, mortgage loan officer for a while. And he, we talk, and he was doing really well. And he was like, you, Larry, you ever thought about doing sales? I'm like, Josh, that's you. That's not me. I don't do that. Right. I've, I've never thought about it. He's like, you should do it. I think you'd be really good at it. I'm like, okay, you're just my best bud from the Army trying to perk me up and trying to – because I left work in 2015 and had pretty much a five-year hiatus oh, from wow. working. How did you do that? Because of my disabilities. Okay. I, I'm 80% dis- disabled from the VA. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, yeah, so some P- PTSD issues, which I've been able to uh, rectify quite a bit of it. And so he was, he was telling me about it, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll think about it. Well, I did. I was trying to get my own business going, trying to start like a leather company, doing because I learned leather work at uh, Jamestown from a basically a master leather worker that had done his time at Clooney's Williamsburg, went through a full percent, uh, apprenticeship and journeyman, left it like as a journeyman supervisor. Not quite the master level, but pretty close. Been doing it for 30 years. Right. Started learning about that. I was like, you know what? I can take what I learned here and make it into a business. Well, too small of a niche market to okay. do that. Because that's what I was thinking. I'll just use manufacturing, maybe do a little bit of marketing. It didn't work. Uh, tried a couple other things. Not so much. But during the leatherworking, I had a gentleman uh, who's now semi-retired by the name of... Uh, Tracy Thomas, he owns several uh, Taekwondo studios down to Virginia Beach. I think one in Georgia, a couple other computer consulting. He's got several businesses. Did stuff for him, got to know him. He was looking at maybe helping me out, became kind of like my business coach right. for your charge, which was nice. He's like, you're a vet. You, you, I understand you can't afford what sure. I would charge, but I see potential. Have you ever thought about getting into sales? Is this the second time, or is this the first this time you heard it? This is the second time. Okay. This, okay. Is, this is a guy who's established, like, been in the business for a, a long time. He's in his 50s. He had, Once he got out of the Navy, he had started his own business. He was like, I, you have talent. And I'm like, okay. That's somebody else who I don't know. Right. Tell me. Doesn't know anything about the previous conversation or anything no, like that. Has yeah. no idea. He's like, yeah. you've got the prerequisites to be a good sales guy. You're personable, people like you, you're easy to talk to. What you know, like with people with PTSD, that was one thing I never had an issue with, was not, I wasn't closed off. I was, I wanted to tell people what happened. Right, right, right. I felt I had a story to get out. And um, he was like, yeah, you're, you're, you're good at this. And I'm like, okay, well, if something pops up, maybe I'll take a look at it. Some time passed, couldn't really find anything. I didn't really like, pursue it, but had a friend of mine from the Army got into roofing sales. And what they would basically do was try to cover a damaged roof and try to get it covered for insurance and get it sure. replaced. Right. And he was telling me about the money he was making at it. You know, he was doing six figures. And I was, I was interested. I asked him about it. I tried to get linked up with his company. Um... Walked into the interview, and I was a little disturbed by it. They're like, 
the interview was less than what we've been talking right now. Okay, gotcha. Oh, you can breathe? Great. Go, right. Go sell. It's like, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. Happened to get involved with another roofing company. He was telling me that this company wasn't so great. And started it. And I was like, ah, what the hey? Let's see what happens. I'll talk to people about getting a roof. They got a damaged roof. It can't be that hard. I walk sure. up market and tell them, hey, this is damaged. You might want to get this replaced. Uh, did like the owner of that company. Had a bit of an issue personality-wise with the sales manager. Okay. Both the owner and the uh, sales manager were both 25 years old. Okay. I'm I'm 40. Uh, this is like March of last year. And so we're not hitting it off. You know, he had issues with me not working Sundays. Right. Because I, I absolutely refused. He didn't, he didn't like that. And this was day one. Right. I got you. Okay. I thought he talked about him being like, oh, I could have joined the army, but I didn't want to do it because I, I couldn't handle with people yelling at me. And I told him it's not meant for everybody. You sure. might have not just had the able to uh, handle that type of in-your-face attitude. Right, right. Not everybody's cut out for it. I'm assuming it put him off a little bit when I said that. Like, basically, I said, well, you just don't hack it. You can't. You don't have what it takes mentally to hack right. it. Right, gotcha. So he was put off with that. Well... I end up rolling my ankle like right before the big training day, so I had to wait like a couple of weeks for that to. You can't sure. get on a roof with okay, yeah. Ankle. Oh, you had to. You actually had to climb had on to the climb roof, roof and, kind of and get on the ladder. Yeah, yeah. And so I had to wait a while. That kind of perturbed him a little bit. Had some issues initially, just trying to basically learn what I was doing because he's used to dealing with young guys, and I was older, not really used to like going up on a roof. That's, that's for me, especially being. A little on the heavy side, since the Army put on a little bit of weight, I uh, didn't like the idea of getting up there. So it took me some time to kind of get used to the idea Sure. of getting up there. He didn't like that. Um, so once I got it figured out, like, like a week later, and really started hitting it on my own, and I ended up going ahead, buying a ladder, got the rack. Um, after that happened, I was nailing it. I mean... The top agent at that time, the sales rep uh, there, was doing pretty well, was what we call a contingency statement. It's basically an agreement with the homeowner that if we can right. get your roof insur- uh, covered by insurance, then you will work with us. Not legally binding. It's just a, a gentleman's agreement, basically. Right, right. He would get maybe one or two a week. I had 12 in two and a half weeks. Right, gotcha. So you're kind of a natural at it. When, kind when of a natural at it. It got to the point where I was actually, even within the two weeks, doing better than the sales manager. Okay. That bothered him. Okay, sure. A little bit of pride there, huh? A little bit of pride yeah, there. Yeah, so, hey, so we're you're button heads the whole time. You're figuring out that, wait a minute, here's something that I thought I didn't like at all. Now you're like, wow, I'm good at this. So you start liking it. Is You start kind of well, picking I, it up. I didn't say I didn't like it. My wife had always said you know you talk to strangers for free why don't you do it for a living because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know I, I'll, I'll stop a random conversation in the middle of walmart with somebody i don't know sure. it's just like how do you do that and i'm like you usually you start with hello yeah that's right. a good start or find out something that they're looking at if you have commonality mention sure 
Yeah, she's very introverted, so she's not like that. Right. So she has a hard time with it, and I just, you know, I'm just more introverted or extroverted than you are. So, you, so you've been you've been at New York Life now. So you left the roofing. I, I left the roofing because uh, the company. I was only there for about a month. Okay. Uh, he had told the owner some things that were not true and had me terminated. Oh, okay. All right. So we kind of left on a bad. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Bad term. So you're out of there. You got, the, there, you got the sales bug, and then how do you get involved bug. in, in uh, life insurance? Indeed. Okay. Kind of put your resume out there? Yeah, pretty much. I had somebody, had a buddy of mine who owns a barbecue restaurant out in Smithfield, uh, Q Daddy's, if you guys ever want to go Q-daddies. to Q Daddy's. Sounds that, good. That's, that's awesome. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. They've been at it for five years now, and they've won quite a few major awards in the area. They're, they're, cool. they're really top-notch. Good stuff. Barbecue's good. Uh, so the senior pit master's wife, Amy, was former HR. And I w- thought about not doing sales. I'm going to go into contracting. Do what I know. Okay. Go back. Do security. I can do that. It's good money. It's six figures. I, that's not going to take much. I just got to get back in shape. I got the qualifications. Let me do that. So we set up a that and everything was looking smooth. I was going to do it, and then the whole Afghanistan fiasco happened. Yeah, and that made me go, "Whew!" Because it was supposed to be for the State Department. I was someone, you know, doing babysitting them, and I was like, "I don't know if I want to do that." Right. So I got back on the internet, and I was like, "Okay, let's just, you know, got on my resume, changed some stuff around." I was like. What the heck? Let's do some sales jobs and see what happens. I'll just hit whatever. And saw New York Life. They were like, well, preferred two years experience, but they'll take, you know, entry level. And I was like, I'm probably not going to get it. Right. <sighs> what the hell? I hit the button, send it in. Like a day or two later, I get a call from the uh, partner that I'm currently with. And he was like, hey, let's set up an interview. And did that. Um, had a great interview, great time. I didn't make a decision right then. Had a couple other sales jobs that okay. I still had interviews with. I was like, I'll get back with you in about a week, and we'll see how the others go. And he told me, he's like, you're coming back. You're going to work here. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, if you say so, we'll see what happens. Right. And sure enough, he was right. Uh, and he he's he had already decided to hire me at that point. Okay. Uh, we He was a former Marine. Gotcha. So we, we so kind of hit it off there. then, yeah. Had a little bit of camaraderie, but I also, which he had never had happened before with him in an interview, is that I teased him about being a Marine at okay. the initial interview. He was like, he told a, a friend of mine who's now a client <laughs> that I served with that if I was that confident to make fun of him during the initial interview, he's right. like, then he's not afraid to talk to anybody. Right, I got you. Okay. So he's like, you've got the skills and... Mm. I was like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. And it sounds like he's probably got a good sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. I mean, I keep it. I don't do it with, like, the big group. I, I yeah. kind of, if he if he initiates the tease, then I, I come right back right. at him. I got you. But okay. I try, like, in the group setting, I try to refrain from it. I have, my wife has told me, it's like, you need to learn to control your, what you say, because you <laughs> don't have a filter sometimes. <laughs> and I've gotten a lot better with it, uh, with that. Yeah, well, good. Well, good. So, well, yeah. hey, look, man. Um if if folks want to reach out to you, if folks need life insurance or mm-hmm. or want to talk about finances, um, how how can they best reach out to you? 
I have Facebook, which is available, but the best way to really get a hold of me is just to call my cell phone. Okay. Okay. So yeah. we'll go ahead and put that number in the uh-huh. in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, we'll also uh, put that on the video when that comes out too. Okay. Uh, what if folks want to get in touch with you right now? We do have your um, uh, at mentioned for your Facebook on mm-hmm. on the Facebook Live, uh, so folks can get in touch with you that yeah. way too. Yeah. Um, and. One one last question for you before before we go. Yeah. Um, what do you as a as a business owner, as a as a you know, I mean, you're, you have to be somewhat yeah. of an entrepreneur. They, we, they to consider be, it to be established. Right. Once so, you get established, you are technically a business. owner. Sure, sure. So you got yeah. your license and all that. Yep. What What do you need most right now? What do I need most right now is well, one since I've just started doing this is. Just uh, people to give me a call and see what I can do for them. Uh, just, uh, I guess, uh, awareness that I'm around yeah, in sure. the area in Smithfield, in gotcha. Isle White. Um, and I know there's a couple in uh, Williamsburg. I don't know if there's any in Yorktown. But, yeah, just in the area, just, you know, let, let me see what I can do for you. And I'm not fully licensed where I can't do, like, Securities as like an established right. agent. Uh, that's right, going right. to take some time. Uh, it's going to be at least a year. You got to take some uh, um, certifications, right, for a lot of annuities and things like uh, that. I, I can do annuities. Oh, so okay. I am uh, listed or licensed for life insurance, annuities, and disability insurance as of right now. Okay. All right. Very cool. But to get like my my securities license, the Series Six and all okay. the ones that come yeah. after that, that's going to take some time. Okay. Okay. One one more uh, one more quote or a thought you want to leave leave with us uh, before we go. I would just say if you're interested in doing whatever you want to do, just listen to your gut and go for it. All right. Don't try to second guess yourself. Just do it. Very cool. The worst thing that can happen is it's not gone to. Right, and it's it's not failure yeah, if you learn from it, right? Yeah, you learn from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how I look at it. It's yeah. like, you know, my wife, she talks about it, and she's like, well, what if someone says this? I was like, well, the worst they're going to say is no. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm just move on to somebody else. That's right. That's right, yeah, man. No big deal. Dude, I really appreciate you, man. Yeah. Great getting to know you, and uh, yeah. look forward to seeing what happens with with this information, and and uh, you know uh, keep us posted on on you know how things progress. We'll do. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Thank you so much.